Welcome to Single Mall Leaders Weekly Podcast, where I distill self-reflections on my professional and personal journey and thoughts which have shaped me. It's really heartwarming when I see my listeners writing back to me or sending me messages on LinkedIn, appreciating and motivating me on the topics that I discuss on this podcast. This shows that people want to change and that there is an awareness of the need to change as well. And I'm really indeed grateful to all of you. This is not a podcast talking about love, cricket or some explicit content, but it's purely professional career based um, show where I speak through what I've learned by my success, my failure, constantly falling down, getting back on track. You see, I never had people to guide me before when need, whenever I needed. And I really don't regret that fact today because because of my experiences and my learnings, self-learnings, I've been able to talk to you all through this medium today. Else I don't think it would have happened. So no regrets at all. A lot of change has been coming in working professionals these days and in many aspects as well as their thoughts. And this is truly has to manifold many times for it to be visible. You know, it's also a sort of orientation when we as kids, we see our parents and we either get motivated or we learn on how one should not be. So it works both the ways. So this topic that I'm going to discuss today is about emotions, power of mind and most importantly, emotional intelligence. And we shall discuss the story about Chanakya and then stick that with emotional intelligence. Chanakya had self-confidence which seemed like pride, like I can do it definitely, I can do it sorts. Once he achieved it too, he never said that I have done a great job, he just said I did it. Though it seemed like pride in the certain way, there was self-confidence in his words. Chanakya says, though you are not a bad person, you need not be subtle towards a bad person. Even a venomous snake would pretend to spit venom. The snake does not bite, but it would hiss. And it should hiss. If it does not hiss, then people would pelt stones at it. And if it pretends to bite, people would run away. So let us know about Chanakya's tips to control emotion and to improve emotional intelligence today. Now, emotional intelligence itself has a very vast history. It started off with a concept called social intelligence, by, which was coined by Edward Thorndike in 1930s. And it moved on to becoming, emo, you know, called as emotional quotient in 1987 by Keith. And in 1995, the concept of emotional intelligence was coined and popularized after publication of psychologist and New York Times science writer Daniel Goldman's book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ. In fact, if we observe them carefully, Chanakya wrote about it some 2000 years ago. And his teachings have come out in form of many books. And one of them is called as Corporate Chanakya or Chanakya on Management, etc. But today, let's know how to manage our emotions through the teachings of Chanakya. Now, before, uh, so the next segment would be, I'm going to give you 10 questions with multiple answers and you'll have to choose one quickly which resonates with you. So before we start that, you would need a pen and paper. 
And please do not worry, this is no exam or there is no right or wrong answer. I would just give you 10 questions with three multiple answers A, B and C and you need to write which one do you relate to and don't think about it too much and don't think too much about the answers. Whatever comes to your mind first is the best one. So make it quick. So document your answers like question 1, answer B, A, C and so on. So are you guys ready? This is just to know your EQ or emotional intelligence quotient level. That's it. Question number one. Two of your colleagues, friends or family members were severely arguing over a thing. What will you do? A. Firstly, you would stop them and make them understand each other. B. You would sit silently bear their argument till it ends. C. You would talk to them separately and try to resolve their issues. Question number two. Your friend incurred an extreme loss in the business which he started. He is deeply disturbed and came to you. He asked, hey, please help me. What would you do? A. You would advise him to temporarily put aside and start fresh. B. You would advise him to go through it as it happened in his own hands. C. You would identify the things that went wrong in the business and advise him not to repeat them. Question number three. Your people ask you to do some work which you don't like. Those people might be your family members or office colleagues or batchmates. What would you do? A. You have decided not to do the work. B. You would act till the last minute as if you were doing the work. C. As this work wouldn't fetch you much loss, you would complete that work with a strategy. Question number four. Your relationship with one of the family members have gone very sour. What would you do? A. You would keep them at a distance as far as possible. B. As it is unavoidable, you would stay with them, but there would be there wouldn't be any harmony. C. As you should stay together, you would forgive them in your heart and you would try to forget the differences. Question number 5. There were some misunderstandings between you and your closed ones. There was your mistake too in it. You have said some unwanted words. What would you do? A. You would try to escape by stating that it had no mistake of yours. B. As you were very close and these kinds of small quarrels are common, you would try to be soft. You wouldn't talk, but you would expect them to call you first. C. Let bygones be bygones as they are very close and you wouldn't want to lose them. Question number six. There was a situation where you have to take a sudden decision on an important aspect. Something happened suddenly and you have to take the decision by tomorrow. What would you do? A. You would do whatever your mind says. B. You would do one work after the other. You are ready to face it. C. You would discuss about it with your family members and take a decision. Question number 7. Your family had a feud with another family for a long time. But one of their family members joined an office and happens to be your colleague. There is no issue between you. But how would you behave when you work with him? A. You, f you cannot forget the old grudges. B. You would be together but at a respectable distance. C. You would think that it is of no use to hold grudges and treat him like any other colleague. Question number 8. You thought 
that you would be wonderfully appreciated for your work but things didn't turn out the way you thought at work what would you do a you would think let it be they are all just sadists b you would question them for the injustice happened to you you would say didn't you even feel like congratulating or thanking me c you would try to do more hard work and get appreciated next time though there was no appreciation you would still be content with your own good work question number 9 you have come to know that your friend is doing bad publicity to you along with proofs what would you do you would ask him directly and scold him you would try to say that the campaign was false see you would be normal with your friend as if nothing happened question number 10 one day you got severe differences with one of your family members or your boss your colleagues etc there was a situation that you had to get into a verbal argument what would you do a you spoke whatever came out of your mouth b you said hell with you talking to you is of no use this would be our last talk c you would give a small break you would the washroom or have some water after you come back the intensity of the fight would be less so now that you have answered all the 10 questions with a b c right so let's get to the scoring assign 3 marks for option a if you have selected assign 6 marks for option b if you have selected and assign 10 marks for option c now total the scores please ensure you mark it genuinely do not think that getting more marks is a wonder and low marks is a defect when you assign the marks for the psychology related questions genuinely you would obtain a correct score to determine where we stand and what needs to be done to improve otherwise if you wish for a good score and assign wrongly you would think that there is nothing wrong with you and your future days would be as usual as today i am sure by now the totaling would have been done if your score is between 30 to 40 <coughs> you don't have strength to control your emotions you would take pledges and you would keep cursing the people but at the end the result will still be zero here one needs to observe the way you speak learn to thank learn to appreciate people relax get out in the nature spend time alone if your score is between 41 to 60 you have knowledge about identifying the emotions like that you were getting angry and be in a certain way but a lot of damage would have happened by that time so in this scenario trying to stay peaceful deep breathing most importantly concentration on the breathing try to do good work actively reading good self help books motivational books spending time in open air stay with nature and getting relaxed is the mantra for you if your score is between 61 to 80 you have the ability to understand the mistakes and act accordingly but your pride is taking the front seat why should i do the day when you think in this way remember one thing that today there is an increase in the number of hospitals due to psychological issues and after you visit the hospitals the doctor would cite you with many problems why should we get into that situation 
if one is able to control mind and body first it can actually prevent 3 to 4 diseases you should try to control your emotions which will affect you psychologically as they give rise to problems such as blood pressure and diabetes you have a simple remedy manage your emotions and stop to dwell too much about negative thoughts about people about situations finally if your score is between 81 to 100 it means you have the intelligence of chanakya if anybody gets any kind of problems you can manage it carefully according to the situation you can even turn your foes into friends and when you turn your foe into a friend neither you nor the other person would have any tension the day would be more peaceful you can live peacefully therefore happiness is our choice getting into unwanted differences and getting separated if you ever get separated from someone you would always think of them even after coming out why do you waste time thinking about the other person leave it and live with peace and happiness now one way for all the four scorings there is there are good exercises in yoga which would help one either to improve their emotional intelligence or to maintain a good balance of of emotional intelligence in their own life relaxation techniques deep breathing exercises are also another way of getting better with emotional intelligence now emotional intelligence as ability such as being able to motivate oneself and survive in the face of frustrations to control impulse and delay gratification to manage one's mood and keep distress from swamping the ability to think to empathize and to hope therefore emotional intelligence is defined as the capacity for recognizing our own feelings and those of others for motivating ourselves and for managing emotions well in ourselves and in our relationships it isn't overstating the obvious to establish that just like the muscles in our body emotional intelligence skills must be used and developed and then used and developed some more this is true for all leaders no matter their level in the organization or years of experience just as athletes must consistently work out and train to sharpen their fitness so leaders must consistently you, you know work to use and hone emotional intelligence muscles to sharpen their effectiveness with that in mind allow me to share five reasons why leaders need emotional intelligence training these five are my learnings from reading articles about mckinsey and also taking numerous courses or self assessment courses online and these are the five which resonated with me completely so here they are number 1 emotionally intelligent leaders increase retention numbers and directly influence engagement scores mckinsey recently noted numerous studies show that in a business as usual environment compassionate leaders perform better and foster more loyalty and engagement by their teams however compassion becomes especially critical during a crisis connecting authenticity as a fellow human with what the team is experiencing is what really sets the stage for a strong business recovery and growth second emotionally intelligent leaders 
raise performance levels. Studies have shown um, that emotional intelligence can serve to predict between 1 and 20% of success in a given job. And that emotional intelligence, on the other hand, has been found to be directly responsible for between 27 and 45% of job successes. More importantly, the percentage is even higher for those in leadership positions. Higher perform performers combine intellectual ability with high and balanced elements of emotional intelligence. 3. Emotionally intelligent leaders raise revenue margins. In a classic HBR article, what makes a leader? You know, it showed that when senior managers had a critical mass of emotional intelligence capabilities, their divisions outperformed yearly earning goals by 20%. Meanwhile, division leaders without critical mass underperformed by almost the same amount. This reality has been repeated in multiple industries in recent years. Who wouldn't want to see a 20% increase over you know, established revenue targets? Emotional intelligence is the key. Number four, emotionally intelligent leaders are more desirable to be retained and set in succession tracks. Now, there's one thing that Daniel Goldman had said uh, in his original research. When I compare star performers with average ones in, lead, in senior leadership positions, nearly 90% of the difference in their profile was attributed to emotional intelligence factors rather than cognitive abilities. As leaders emerge from 2020 and begin to redesign their business plans, Gen X and millennial leaders are reworking their understanding, capabilities and skills to meet the new normal. Current baby boomers and gen, you know, Generation X leaders are searching for high performers who have come through this year with teams not only intact and productive, but deeply connected to each other and the business. These are the star performers who will step into senior tire positions in the post-pandemic world. It must be noted that Generation Z is wide-eyed and watchful, soaking in and being formed by their leadership lessons. Strengthening in emotional intelligence skill is no longer a nice to have, but a starting point for a leadership positioning. Number five, finally, the key to organizational change in these shifting times is empathy. Arguably, one of the most influential of the emotional intelligence competencies. Harvard research confirms a leader's ability to enable a compassionate response throughout a company directly affects the organization's ability to maintain high performance in difficult times. It fosters a company's capacity to heal, to learn, to adapt and to excel. If a leader lacks empathy, it increases the difficulty associated with effective participation with employees that have temporarily lost either motivation or commitment to perform. The absence of empathy in these discussions can escalate the challenge at hand. There is no longer any question. Leaders must have strength and balance in emotional intelligence for maximum effectiveness. And this skill set helps them to diagnose and deliver an antidote that can prevent much trouble, pain and possible heartache. Yes, even or especially in the workplace. As a way forward, all of this can be read in great detail 
and to start off you can watch watch the videos on youtube or to understand more this in detail you can reach out to me so that i can guide you on this once again i thank you all for taking out time to hear this podcast on emotional intelligence which is an essential part of one's career success or essential to groom you as a tall leader in your piece of work i have immense pleasure speaking on important topics which matter in today's workplace and to share my thoughts and learning with all of you you can follow me on linkedin facebook instagram and twitter links are provided in the episode description single mall leaders podcast is teaming on spotify anchor google apple gana and geo seven podcast platforms see you next week with another important topic till then stay safe and stay happy